Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. My name is Tracy Ariel and I am unapologetically Canadian. I am here with Robert Cairns, and Robert Cairns is the CEO and creator of Amazing Ideas for StunningDigitalMarketing.com. This is a company that focuses on digital marketing for small businesses and Fortune 500 companies, and Robert is in Toronto. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Tracy. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you very much for agreeing to be interviewed. Uh, what our listeners should know is that uh, Robert and I are both members of a Facebook group, uh, Content Creators, and uh, that's how we met. And so I just did a uh, shout out. Are there any Canadians on the list? And then Robert was one of the people who uh, agreed to be interviewed. Because uh, so it's awesome. And it's a great group. It's a great group. So. You know, oh, it is join. such a great group. Anybody out there who is a creator of content creator of any type, I highly recommend this group. It's so much fun, and the people in there are just wonderful. And uh, that's why I'm. I really wanted to interview some of the Canadians. So, um, Robert, why don't you tell me a little bit uh, about your company? Just because uh, we were just talking uh, off air about uh, why you branded yourself chief creator of amazing ideas. So uh, maybe we can start with that. Yeah, so I, I spent a large portion of my career in the corporate world. So I was in healthcare for 18 years. Um, eight years ago, I got that uneventful call where the director called me in and said, by the way, we know you've been here 18 years. We know you're a project leader. We're packaging you out. Goodbye. And at the time, my dad was frankly, dying from cancer. My dad had pancreatic cancer and had months to live at the time. And uh, there was a lot going on in my life. And I was already transitioning part-time into doing web design. I was doing it on the side. So I was working probably in healthcare. I was working 55, 60 hours a week. I was up at Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto, which is one of the big three hospitals in the city. And, uh, And then I was doing some work on the side. So kind of transitioning became really easy when you were doing that already. And then kind of where I took it was I web design's only part of the parcel on on marketing your business or 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 your idea. And you have to do more than that. And so I, I took it and got into full fledged digital marketing. So I, I just took that and took it one more step further. Right. Well and actually maybe we um in order to describe that, I was quite fascinated when you showed me, uh, uh, you sent me, I asked for two different projects that you worked on. And one of the ones that you sent me was the uh, video project that you did with the Toronto Police um, and the Ontario Police Memorial, uh, which was a fascinating project. You basically uh, arranged for the full ceremony to be uh, recorded live. Yeah, that's been going, that's been going on for a number of years. I mean, we, um, 
one of my good friends is Constable Scott Mills, and Scott deserves a shout-out. He works tirelessly. He's the social media officer for Toronto Police, and for years we've been live-streaming the um, the memorial, and we actually started off live-streaming it, believe it or not, on webcams, and we've done that for years and years. And this year, because dynamics changed, we managed to have the whole production company at our disposal, which was quite which was quite interesting. And um, I actually host the um, the website because I believe in giving back to the community strongly. That does the that facilitates the live streaming for the Ontario Police Memorial. So it's a really important cause. It's a really important cause for me. I've lost friends in the police office police force in the line of duty um the people that are involved are great uh, the event is great um and it's uh and this year the quality we had was the best ever because we had a, a full production team at our disposal they did a lot of the heavy lifting we did a, a lot of the planning there was more planning this year than ever before so yeah. well and just for uh, anybody who wants to take a look at it i will put the uh the uh, link to it in the show notes and uh, I, I highly recommend it. It goes, what it does is uh, there, I guess there's a wall. Is it a wall behind her? Yep. There's a memorial wall. And so they put the names of police officers who died, uh, I guess on duty, although I guess that's the, it's on duty. Yep. And they say how they died and it starts back in the 1800s and goes up until yep. today. basically. So if any, Anybody wants to see the memorial wall, it's located at uh, the corner of uh, Grovesner and Queen's Park Crescent in Toronto. So it's right across from Queen's Park on the east side. On the east side. Oh, okay. It's a little park out right next to the the government building. Yeah, yeah. I used to work in that neighborhood and it wasn't there. When did it go up? Uh, It's been there about 10 years or 12 years. 10 years, okay. Yeah, yeah, I've been in Montreal for 20 years, so. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, so uh, I, I highly recommend uh, people go take a look at that because, uh, I mean, at least on video, it looks pretty impressive. And then the other tip is if you're ever in Ottawa, the National Memorial Wall is also um, on the west side of the Parliament buildings down the side. So the, the National Ceremony was actually last Saturday, and... Uh, that was live stream. Scott live streamed it itself, and he had over uh, thirty thousand viewers on the live stream um, live at the national ceremony. And that and that wall's just as impressive. It lists every officer who's ever died on duty in the country. So that's wow. Uh, well, and if anybody's ever in Montreal, there's a, a quite impressive, uh, almost hidden uh, wall. It's a, like a mini uh, garden as well uh, at the Botanic Gardens in Montreal, and. Uh, yeah, so I highly recommend uh, if you're in Montreal taking a look at that as well. So uh, yeah, no, so I mean, obviously, when you pick these projects, you're picking things you really care about. Yeah, that that project was more a. I like to take stuff I do professionally and um, give back to the community that way. So like, I'm at the point where I don't like to. I've been involved in community stuff outside of work for years and I'm at the point where I don't want to be on the committees I just want to be a doer so give me something to do and and I like to take my talents that I'm good at and give it back that way so I have a couple organizations where I'll actually do web stuff or pro bono just because they're doing good stuff for the community so I'll I'll help them out and things like that And, and and that's a good way for anybody to give back is take your skill that you're good at and and you don't have to create something just just give some of your time 
most community groups gladly appreciate it. And I've always believed you have to make a difference. So you got to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, um, I'm actually part of a, a nonprofit co-op and uh, part of a uh, nonprofit OBNL uh, that runs a local greenhouse. And uh, I can definitely say that uh, every organization that's a nonprofit needs all the help that they could get pretty much all the time. So whatever you're good at, just reach out to the people in issues that you care about. And I'm sure that they'll be happy to uh, give you a space. And then you meet amazing, and then you meet amazing people that, you know, translates into lifetime friendships or like in the case of Scott and I, or, um, or things like potential work down the road. I mean, that comes your way too. people like people that get involved and care. And that's, you know, and, and I don't think you can fake that. It's just about being genuine in who you are and doing what you like to do. And, you know, and, um, as I say, I've, I've done the Ontario Police Memorial for over 10 years, and it's one of those events I look forward to. Um, it's the first weekend, first Sunday in April, if everybody, anybody's ever interested. So next year. Okay, perfect. Thank you. And, uh, and, uh, uh, and in your regular work, uh, you also mentioned that uh, you did a PPC pay, uh, paid per click campaign for a jewelry client. And uh, this uh, was uh, basically took a 2000 ad spend and resulted in $35,000 in custom sales. And that was on Facebook. That is correct. So, and it was a black and what was interesting about this one is it was a black and white uh, campaign. Yeah, and the reason I did a black and white campaign is I was trying to stand out. And uh, because you got to be very careful with Facebook ad spend, because the minute somebody clicks on the ad, um, you get charged for the ad spend. So whether they, they convert or not. But by doing a black and white campaign, we had more clicks, which actually translated into more ad spend, which in this case translated into a whole whack of money. So it was um, it was well done. Um, it was kind of a takeoff. If you've ever seen companies occasionally do the upside down billboard routine where they'll put a billboard up, yeah. it was the same idea. It was like I was thinking out of the box and said, how do I make this stand out and how do I make this go? And um, and the other thing about Facebook is if you're advertising, especially if you're doing what we call B2C or business to consumer, you can't avoid Facebook. I mean, there's a billion users on it. The active is somewhere between 700,000 and 800,000 users, so out of the over billion. And then Facebook lets you drill down based on demographics. So, like, it's, you know, it's really hard to avoid that kind of compelling uh, group of people, if you want to call it that. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and there is a now the demographics of Facebook has also changed in that it's a slightly older clientele. You're not going to get the younger people there. They tend to go with uh, Instagram, but I mean, uh, a combination spend could be uh, could be quite compelling. So, a lot of social media depends on your market too, right? Like, um, you know, if you're a jewelry store, the other great place to be is Pinterest because the um, the demographic of Pinterest is uh, it's it's typically young females with disposable money between 20 and 35 and you know they 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 spend their money so you know you got to kind of look at your demographics and say okay where am I best putting my advertising dollars or my time if it's just time right yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, all of these social media uh, outlets take time to learn and take time to uh, perfect and uh, just putting out campaigns, even if they're uh, not paid, takes you time to, to create. That's so 
so true. You you can spend hours. <laughs> That's <laughs> you, you probably have. Can you give me some um, idea of uh, the kinds of uh, when you're trying to strategize for this kind of campaign? What um, how you go through it with clients? Can you give me sort of a so. Yeah, so one of the things I like to do is sit down with the client and say, okay, first of all, what's our ad spend? How much are you prepared to budget? Because the reality of it is when you run a new campaign to test the campaign, you basically got to spend 50 to to $100 a day for three to four days just to see if it works. Like, And if you're not going to do that, there's no point in playing skin in the game. A lot of people like to throw ad money out there and say, oh, I'll spend $25 a day. My, my opinion is don't waste your time. Like you need to derive an advertising budget. Um, most of my regular clients, um, they have advertising budgets because we sit down and kind of derive one. So for example, Christmas season's coming. We're already in the Christmas advertising, believe it or not, uh, on October the 4th. It's if you wait till November, it's too late. Um, then you, I sit down and say, okay, what's the time we run the the campaign and what's the goal? What do we want to achieve? Do you want new customers on a mailing list? Do you want to translate this into sales? This particular jewelry store one was just to translate into sales. And what kind of demographics do you want to target? So what I can tell you, and I know I didn't share the the ad and normally I, I would, but the client asked me not to share this one, so I, I, I respect that a lot. What I can tell you is this particular client, 70% of what he does is custom work in his store. So you can walk in that store and be there all day, and I have been, and it will look quiet. And all it takes is a one right client to come in and say, okay, I'm picking something up, I'm dropping something off, or I want this done. Um, and that's the nature of that business. That's what separates small jewelry stores from the people you see in the malls, the, like the Peoples, the Burks. The, they, they're all about volume. They just sell, right. sell, sell. It's in the showcase out the door. Um, I would bet you this particular client, uh, by the first or second week of December, his Christmas stuff is done. Like he doesn't do a lot at the last minute because – Knowing his business is mostly custom orders, the orders have to be in early. Um, and then the other thing you have to do is understand the business, Tracy. A lot of people who are doing marketing don't, they just, they're good marketers, but they don't understand the business that the client's trying to do. And um, if you don't understand the business, it's really hard to market and understand what people are doing. And then you got to, can you give me an example? Sorry, can you just give me a precise example of what you mean by, I mean, what what that advantage that gives when you? If you, for example, this particular client, I can walk into a store today. I can tell you, looking at the showcase, what rings are what, what quality of the rings they are. Because I'll give you an example, in a um, in a ring, say it's a diamond. You know, all diamond rings aren't the same. There's different qualities of diamonds, and the different qualities of diamonds impact the price. So that's that's an example. So if you were trying to run an ad, you have to do something that's cohesive with the business. Like you wouldn't run something that's far out there that the type of clientele and the business wouldn't attract. Um, I've been in this particular store enough during the day that I know most of his big regular customers too. So I just because I've been there so much. Um, that uh, I can tell you almost what they're looking for, what types of things they want. 
Yeah. And you sit and you talk to people, like you'll say, you know, people don't get it that you'll talk to people and you'll be talking about their day or about their life, but believe it or not, that impacts what they're buying. And that's what people don't understand. So right. you have to understand your clients and the business and, um, and what they're after and, and uh, what stuff sells for and, you know, understand what the profit margin on, like on, cust- on custom work, the profit margins in the jewelry business are pretty high, but it's a high, it's a high turnover business in terms of stuff like that. So. Right. And so um, when you're bringing in your expertise, it's uh, it's primarily digital marketing. So that would be um, social media ads, uh, videos. Uh, what else? Is- I manage his website. I manage his website as well, which is WordPress based. Um, he's really lucky right now. He just hired a new part timer who's like an Instagram whiz. And, uh, and like, she's amazing. Uh, I did the interviewing with them and, um, she's actually an independent recording artist oh, and wow. she, um, driving her, inst- his Instagram feeds. He works, she works for him like on the weekends and stuff and, um, and she's really good. So that helps. Um, so there's that, um, and it's sitting down and strategizing and saying, where do you want it to go? Like. He doesn't do a lot of e-commerce, believe it or not. George is one of those businesses where you you have to kind of look at to sort of say, okay, you know, what does ring look like? What does it feel like? It's one of those things that's hard to sell online as far as I'm concerned. But Right. And you also do email campaigns. and uh, Yes. So, yeah, he does email campaigns. Right, right. And uh, uh, web design. So uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, WordPress security and some of Because I'm you, – I'm assuming most of your WordPress, your most of your web design is on WordPress. Yeah, you know, all of it's on WordPress. So my my uh, platform of choice is WordPress, um, and typically, lately I use the Aveda theme by uh, 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 Theme Fusion, um, which I tend to like. It has its own page builder in, uh, or you go to a theme and then use something like Elementor or Beaver Builder or something along that lines. Um, Page builders make it easier. I think we're away from the days of buying big frameworks like the Genesis and the Thesis and the Headways of the World. There's a name from the past. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a Thrives Feed uh, theme fan myself. So. Yeah, so whatever you like. I mean, people argue up and down and say my theme's better or this theme has big overheads. There's a couple things if we're talking security. Number one, you need to get a good WordPress host. So you need to get a host that plays nice. Um, and the first recommendation I always tell people is stay away from anything that EIG or Endurance International Group owns. So if they own it, you stay away from it. So those are companies like the HostGators, the Bluehost, the Powwebs, the net firms of the world. They're, they're not even worth going near. Their support's not good. Um, their limitations on their accounts are not good. You really pay for what you get kind of thing. So that's the first thing. The second thing about WordPress security is don't trust your host to do backups. I have a multitude of clients. One of the big parts of my business is WordPress security and do the backups for the clients or get the clients to do them themselves. So don't trust. There was um, a well-known Australian uh, web host about five years ago. They had their uh, backup server hacked and then they had their main server hacked. So, you know, you know. and I don't, and I don't trust my web host. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> never um, trust anybody outside. I mean, that's 
it's yeah. sort of a and if you're on shared hosting, most shared hosting plans, unless you're paying for it, only back up your if you read your contracts, a lot of them only back up your sites once a month or twice a month. So think Yeah, which it. is not enough. Not enough. I I recommend weekly backups minimum. Um, I recommend weekly software updates minimum. So that means the WordPress version, that means the theme, that means the plugins, which are basically little programs that help make everything work. That's a good way to describe a plugin. Do those on a regular basis. Um, they kind of, if you do that, You'll never stop your site from ever totally being hacked, but I have a little phrase in my business. It's not when you'll be hacked. It's not if you'll be hacked, it's when, and how quickly do you recover? Right. If you have right. a backup, it doesn't take long to recover. And there's a multitude of backup plugins. I mean, you can go and buy something like Backup Buddy. You can use Duplicator. You can use Updraft Plus. There's several others. I mean, choose one. But also, when you run that first backup, Test and see if you can actually restore that backup. Don't just assume because you run the backup, the restore works. That's the right. biggest mistake. That actually is a big, big, big issue. That's a big mistake that people make. They don't test or restores. So that's if you do those things and then you run some security software and, you know, optimize that a little bit. Um, one of the things I like to do is I like to change the WordPress backend login just makes it a little difficult. Um, any client of mine who's running WordPress with the default admin username usually hears from me pretty quickly. It's like, why? Right. You know, use a strong password. Like, people laugh about passwords, and I don't think people are getting the password model. I mean, look what just happened with Facebook recently and the hack. Um, change your passwords on a regular basis. The, the, a lot of it's common sense that, people have been talking about for years and by the way if you don't have time to do this pay somebody to do it for you and i'm not saying that just from a business standpoint but if your core business is better off running your store running your business it's worth it for you to pay you know to keep your your web presence running so. yeah well and and i mean you should comment a little bit about why it's important to have your own owned uh website too because uh, i think people are you know i don't know how many businesses i've seen lately fo focusing on just having one facebook page or you know something that's owned by other people yeah it's it's a bit of a problem i i think i always tell people your um your web presence, your social media presence drives back to your website. And a couple of reasons is one, you own your content too. If Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Tumblr change the rules tomorrow, you can say goodbye and you still have your content. I mean, that's the key thing, right? So it's about having that. And and by the way, believe it or not, websites, if they're SEO, search engine optimization optimized better, tend to rank higher on Google than a Facebook page. Yeah, I've noticed that as well. Although, I mean, uh, I've, I've noticed that uh, if you have uh, presences on many different places, usually your own web presence is first. The only thing that will usually outrank your web presence, and this is a little bit of a tip for any listeners, is to um, get a Google My Business page. That will usually outrank everything. Google likes their My Business pages. So. Oh, that's a good to know, actually. I I'm trying to remember if I even have a My Business page. I know I have a uh, profile on there, and I did a bunch of stuff they told because, you know, Google Plus got you to do all these things, and I keep my Google – believe it or not, I keep my Google Plus active as well. 
because I've noticed that helps as well, but I didn't realize they had my business pages. There's no, there's no question Google Plus helps. Um, Google Plus still matters, believe it or not, for SEO purposes. So if you're sharing posts, you need to share those posts on Google Plus, even though really only the geeks are there, but it still has. Any, any other tip out there is if you're writing blog entries, you need to look into what's called AMP, AMP. Um, the new what's AMP? I've never even heard of that. It's it's Google's new AMP format, and basically, it's a condensed mobile uh, format of your pages, and it impacts SEO on a great basis. There's plugins for it. There's oh, so it's a plugin, so you can have a plugin to actually get it done automatically. Yeah. Then. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, no, I didn't know anything about that. Anything to give you an edge in this day and age is really important. So. Yeah. Well, and as we started talking um, offline, you actually have to try and stand out. And you did that with your jewelry person. Can you tell me other ways that you try to stand out as an individual completely different than other? Um, because when you look at it, uh, you know, how many people are out there doing digital marketing and uh, web design and branding? And, you know, so how do you stand out? Um, one of the reasons I do is I'm me. Like, I, I know that... I'm not the right person for everybody. So I, I accept that right away, first of all. Um, the the other thing I do to stand out is I, I try and keep myself in the top percent to 2% of knowledge base. So I'm, I'm a learning junkie, Tracy. I, um, I probably figure if you want to stand out and you want to make your business thrive, you gotta, you gotta be a learn it all, not a know it all. If you've, kind of heard that term basically means I haven't actually I love it but I haven't heard it you basically means you keep learning I'm I'm probably a guy who listens to five to ten podcasts a week while I'm working I probably read a book at least try to read one every week but I'm probably at a, every couple of weeks now um I do audiobooks so now you were talking about I'm sorry you were I shouldn't interrupt you but uh, you were talking about Robert Bloom's book in terms of books that yeah, the Robert Bloom wrote a book called The Inside Advantage. One of my mentors recommended it to me about three years ago. I think the book's about eight or nine years old. It's a big red cover. It's about 35 bucks hardcover on Amazon. Um, what Robert talks about is making your business different um, than your competitors and not fighting everything on price. So I work with a couple of real estate agents, and, and they're interesting because – they all want their offices to do like their feature sheets and their advertising. The problem with doing that is it saves them money, but it doesn't make them different. They don't stand out. And the ones that have done really well are the ones that say, oh, I'm not getting the office to do my advertising. I'll go do it on my own. And it costs them a little more. But let me tell you, it looks different because why if you walk into a real estate broker, you know, if you've ever walked into one and my mom's been in that business for you know, probably 40 years is all the advertising looks the same because they all use the same templates, the same this, the same that. So how do you know, unless you've heard what agent is better, what agent is really better? Think about it, right? You got to make yourself different. Why do you think um, companies like Amazon and, you know, the other company I was looking at last night only because I'm looking at buying something that comes to mind is a company called Casper. They're a mattress company in Canada. Online, probably the biggest seller of online mattresses. Why do you think these guys are known because they stand out, they're different. And that's what makes them succeed, right? I mean, look at the run of the mill companies. We all know what happened to Radio Shack in the States and in Canada. They've gone kind of belly up years ago. 
even though there's an incarnation called the Source, you look at what's gone on with Toys R Us, what's gone on with other big companies um, that are in financial trouble because they're they're not any different, and that's that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's uh, I think, and and I mean, Seth uh, Seth Godin talks about that as well. You know, the purple cow idea <laughs> you know a purple cow is going to stand out in the field so be the purple cow <laughs> that's right and, and and i mean and it's not just your logo and your branding it's who you are how you act how you behave how you talk to people you know one of the things i always do when i walk into a meeting is i always have a sketch pad in my bag always always because i'm a visual guy and i like to draw so i'll sit down with a client and i'll start drawing Oh, well, we're perfect uh, collaborators then because I'm a writer, so I don't do the visual side. I find that I, I, I actually focus on, uh, on words. So I'm sure, I'm sure we'll end up be collaborating in all sorts of ways in the future. So, um, anyway, the, the, uh, one of the questions that I always finish off my interviews with is uh, the Canadian side. And uh, do you consider yourself a Canadian? And if so, what does that mean to you? Oh, I, I do. I as I was telling you offline, I was born in Montreal. I've lived in Toronto since 1983. My dad got transferred at the height of all the political stuff in Quebec, and we uh, we all know that situation. I don't even want to get into it. And um, and I do consider myself very much Canadian. I'm one of these guys. I'm an avid sports fan. It's one of the things I like. And I know when I go to an international event or I see something on TV and I hear the Canadian national anthem, I still get that chill down my spine very much so. I'm proud to sing the national anthem. I'm proud to be on Parliament Hill. I'm proud when I when I go away. We were in the Dominican in January and I'm proud to tell people I'm a Canadian. I'm not a I'm not an American. I know a lot of good Americans, but Canadians are kinda of held different in the world. Um I can remember going to Florida a lot and a lot of Canadians go to Florida from Toronto in the winter. My grandparents used to go and and being up in Orlando one day on New Year's Day to watch a football game and some guy said to me, oh, where are you from? And I said, oh, I'm from Toronto. And he's like, come party with my family. And I was 21 or 22 at the time. You know, wow. Like, Canadians are held in different, um, in Europe, very much so because their involvement in World War One and World War II were, were revered in Europe, um, you know. And um, I actually come from a family where my... Um, my makeup originally is Scottish, and believe it or not, Yugoslavian, which would now be Serbian. My mom's uh, parents were from Yugoslavia. so. But my grandfather, who came from Yugoslavia when he was young, he had two kids born in Serbia and then the rest of his uh, kids born here. Um, he was proud to be Canadian, so was my grandfather, and so am I, I think. People need to love this country and respect it. We have a lot to offer, and it's a special place. So. Is there a particular value that uh, stands out for you when you think of Canadians? Or uh... what comes to mind right away is care, caring. Care. Yeah. Care. Where if you look at the world stage, we're one of these countries that, you know, involved in NATO or involved in humanitarian causes or involved in the UN. We're kind of everywhere. If you know, I mean. You know, I know it's put a tax even on us financially, but look at all the stuff going on with the refugees in Canada. We really haven't turned anybody away legally. Yeah, and that uh, makes you proud. Yeah, we're, we're a caring country. There's no question. I love that. We're a caring country. That's perfect. 
I think that's going to be the uh, the pullout for sure. <laughs> um, and uh, was there anything that I didn't ask you that you were hoping to talk about? No, that's that really covers it. I think um, I think the key, you know, if you're going to do any couple keys is one, if you're doing some events, find a way to live stream that event. Like even if you set up a webcam or do it off your uh, smartphone to start with. Find a way to live stream the event. Video power is amazing. The other thing, too, is think about your digital marketing efforts and think about how your companies succeed. Remember, there's no more yellow pages anymore. Google is your, your yellow pages today, and people need to realize that. And the third thing to kind of go with digital marketing is, remember, if you're not getting good results out of SEO, you can you can pay for ads and buy and sell traffic. And that's what people also forget. Right. Oh, well, thank you so much, Robert. I really appreciate it. My thank you for listening to Unapologetically Canadian. This episode was brought to you by Notable Nonfiction. Notable Nonfiction teaches people to grow through their own ingenuity. Find out more at notablenonfiction.com. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.